Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. When I was at school, we used to have a vicar used to come and talk to us about RE, religious education. One of the things about this vicar was he, um, he used to come on his bike and uh, he, he, he would stagger onto the stage and he'd still have like his bicycle clips on his trousers. And he'd got like a vicar's collar and he always looked a little bit startled, like he was surprised that there were other people in the room. He, he was really, he was quite an unusual guy and he'd like, oh, and uh, he'd, he'd come and he, all, he started his talks in a similar way a lot. And he always would go, he, I can remember I was 14 and he stepped forward and he went, who is God? Like that. That's what he did. Who is God? And I remember turning to my mate and saying, if he, if he doesn't know who God is, we have no chance. We, he has trained his whole life to be a vicar and he doesn't know who God is. We are all done. And uh, he would do that. Who is God? And uh, I find it interesting that um, as I'm traveling around, a lot of people are asking that question, who is God? What is God like? And I meet a lot of people who kind of like seem to have this idea that God is just angry and God is in the sky with a massive stick and that God is just wanting to say no to everyone and that God is just this big no in the sky. That God's literally just spends his whole time saying no fun, no parties, no smiling, no joy. And uh, there's God who's just angry at everyone. Um, I don't know if you've had your passport picture taken recently. I don't know if anyone's had to do that. Um, but I, I, oh dear, this is a confession. I lost my passport and uh, Tamsin was not happy. We were going on holiday and I suddenly realized that I didn't know where my passport was. And it was a big kerfuffle. And we were like, we found it. Well, I found it in the car after I'd got a new one done. And have you ever done that where you find something and you go, no, 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 and you hide it again, yeah? Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? It's like, oh, no, no, this is not a good time to find you right now. You do not need to be appearing right now. And I hide it back down there. No, no, I didn't see that. And um, But when you get your passport picture done now, you know, like, you're not allowed to smile. No smiling. It's like a really interesting rule. No smiling. Now, some of you look like you wouldn't have a struggle with that. But um, I, I like smiling. It's a funny thing, isn't it? It's like no smiling. And I really think that like a lot of churches, they should have that. You know, no smiling in this place. This is a place where smiling makes God angry. Yeah? God's not a smiler. And uh, I also like this. says no, you're not allowed to have anything in your head. No hat wear. No hats. Now, I, like, you know how, like, there are some people when they wear a hat, they look amazing. Like Lawrence. If Lawrence wears a hat, it looks phenomenal. I want to be Lawrence, yeah? If I wear a hat, I look like I should go to prison. Do you know what I mean? I genuinely do. If I wear a hat out, people are like, oh, that man's hiding something. Do you know what I mean? 
What is he doing? But when Lawrence wears it, it looks like, I want to be one of those people. I reckon that people like Lawrence and Tando could wear anything. Could literally wear, we should do that one time. Just make them wear anything and they'd still be cool. Do you know what I'm saying? They could make a boiler suit look cool. Do you know what I mean? And then no hats, no, I, I, I find no personality. You know, so often it feels like church, the message is no personality. No smiling, no fun. Whatever you do, do not let your personality come through. You know, like I've been to church events. I remember one church event where a guy got up with a guitar and he got like a rainbow guitar strap. Zem, do you remember those? And uh, he started to sing um, a song that he'd written to the Star Wars theme tune. And he honestly, he was like, Jesus, we want to praise you. Thank you. We want to worship your holy name. And I just remember thinking, I don't want to be a Christian anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want this anymore. I remember like hearing another guy and he got up and he was like the most boring guy. You know those people that suck the energy out of a room? Have you met those kind of people that they just, as soon as they start talking, you just feel a bit tired. Have you ever met one of them? Just, oh. He's like, he's like oh. And uh, this guy was talking, and then um, he was talking about how he was a Christian. He kept saying that, Christian. Hi, I'm a Christian. I know, Pastor Lawrence is not enjoying me right now. But that's what he said. And then, uh, and he's, honestly, he said that he has got, if anyone at the end of this talk, he says, I've, I've got some pictures of my new caravan. And he was like happy for people to come and look at his pictures of a new caravan. And I thought, oh, that's, and at the end of his little testimony, he said, if you would like to be a Christian just like me, yeah? And the whole room was going, no, no, we don't want that. We don't want to be like caravan spotters. You know what I'm saying? And it's like so many people think that like no fun, no joy. You know, like that sign, that's the like worst sign. Have you ever seen that sign? No ball games. Have you ever seen that? And it's just like everywhere. It's like a little piece of grass. And there's a big massive sign, no ball games. Do not have fun on this grass. You know what I mean? You're not allowed. And so often people have got this message that God is just a big no in the sky. You know, when you go swimming, what is it? No splashing. It's like, what? No splashing. No diving, yeah? Um, I was in Newcastle and I was talking to them about this and I was saying, no splashing, no running. Does anybody else know any other rules? And this guy from the crowd shouted out, I was in a swimming pool where it said, no swimming. <laughs> like, what kind of swimming pool is that? People just like walking going, oh, I wish I could, I wish I could swim. Do you know what I mean? Just doing like laps, like, oh, I don't think that's a real thing. I don't think there's any swimming pool that says no swimming. But you know that sense of no splashing, no having fun, no diving. And you know, like, I mean, I know, I know, like, don't, if you're a health and safety officer, you know, and you're sitting here right now, I know that some of you are friendly and nice people, but do you know those people that just have clipboards bigger 
bigger than their personalities. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They've just got huge clipboards and they just love going around just saying no. Just to mention no, you can't sit there because just in case a bolt of lightning comes in, hits off the speaker and hits you directly, yeah? You have to sit over here. You're thinking, oh, really? And it's like this sense in which God is just like a big no in the sky. And I've got this like amazing Bible verse that I absolutely love. And it's found in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. And this is what it says. This is God. And he says, for I know the plans I have for you. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And, you know, like so often it feels like the message from church could be no to this, no parties, no doing this, no doing that. And actually here we see this incredible verse where God's saying, I've got plans for you, plans to do you good, plans not to harm you, plans not to hurt you, but plans to bless you. And so I've got a little bit of a different view on the word sin. So I know like sin's not a word that like we throw around too much because it's got lots of negative connotations, but I want to tell you what I, having read the Bible, think that sin is. You see, because it could be easy. Oh, sin is, you're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to enjoy yourself. Stop going to parties. God's there with his big stick. No. But I want to try and describe it to you a different way. One of the best football managers in the world is a guy called Pep Guardiola. He's a Manchester City manager. He's won lots of things with Barcelona. He's won lots of things with Bayern Munich. He's a great manager. And now he manages Manchester City. But there's something really interesting to tell you. Because when it came through, the news came through that Pep Guardiola was coming to be the man manager of Manchester City. All the players were told, all the players were told in six months Pep Guardiola is going to be taking over the realms at this club. Wow, can you imagine being a player in that team and finding out that one of the best managers in the world is going to be managing your team? And all the players were excited and talking amongst themselves and like, wow, this is incredible. And then Pep Guardiola turns up for training and he's doing training and he's watching all these players and they're doing some runouts and they're going all over the place. And there's one player who's a French player called Sami Nasri. And Sami Nasri had been a player that had come from Arsenal and now he was at Manchester City. But in the time that he had been waiting for the manager to come, he had got fat. He was carrying too much weight. And he's out of puff. And he's not able to do the training properly. And... The manager's watching and there's this incredible moment where Pep Guardiola comes and he puts his arm around Sammy and he says, Sammy, you seem to be carrying a bit, a bit too much weight. You've put on weight over the last year. And Sammy says, I have, I have. And Pep says, oh, Sammy, you, you don't understand. I, I, I've got these incredible moves 
that we were going to make together. I've got these wonderful, I designed these kind of little moves that you could do. I knew exactly what position I was going to play you in. And I knew exactly what we were going to do. I had amazing plans for you. And Sammy, this French guy, looks at him and he's like, oh man, I'm sorry, boss. And Pep says, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just like sad because I knew all these wonderful things that we could have done together and you're not going to be able to do them because you're carrying too much weight. And a few months later, Sammy left the club. You see, Sometimes we get into this way of thinking that God is there with a stick and he's just angry and he's just watching how much we drink or how many parties we go to or how much laughing we're doing. God has got incredible plans for your life. He has got designs for your life. He has got wonderful things that he wants to do. He's got moves that he wants to dazzle the world with. He thinks you are awesome. God's like, your personality is brilliant. Why does God think your personality is brilliant? Because he made it. He made you wonderful and beautiful and blessed and delightful. God has got all these wonderful things planned for you. And yet, sometimes God looks on and he's like, you're carrying all this rubbish. You're carrying this baggage. You're not able to do the wonderful things I've got for you because you're dragging this thing called sin. You're dragging this stuff that's holding you back. You're dragging this thing that's stopping you from being everything I had designed you to be. God created you for wonderful and tremendous things. And you're not able to live that full life because you're just dragging a whole lot of stuff. See, sin is not, oh, God's big no in the sky. Sin's like the garbage that slows us down, stops us from being the beautiful people that God designed us to be. Not able to live in the fullness. Can you imagine holy God putting his arm on your shoulder and saying, oh, I had great plans for you. I had got great designs for you. I've been hatching a plan. I've been thinking of all the wonderful and good things we could do together. And yeah, you're dragging all this stuff. See, the Bible says, let us throw off all the sin that entangles us and slows us down. Let us throw off everything that stops us from being all we were designed to be. It's like, um, do you remember at school when you were given that chance to do your swimming badge and you did all those kind of swimming and you were great at swimming, but then one week you were asked if you would come and wear your pajamas. Can anybody else remember this? Do you remember that? And you got to jump in the swimming pool in your pajamas. It's like, wow, you're awesome. I'm in my pajamas and I'm in a swimming pool. This is awesome. But most of you know that when you start swimming, it's hard. 
and you're no longer able to swim that speed that you were before because it's just such hard work. And there are people in the room and God's like saying, I've got these great things for your life. I've got great designs for your life, but you're not able to pull them off because you, you got sin on you. You got stuff on you. I can remember when the teacher shouted, okay, everybody, rip off your pajamas now and swim. We all just like tore our pajamas off, got and able to swim. And we look at these amazing stories and we see that these are people that are saying, I've just chosen to take off everything that slowed me down, everything that stopped me from living the full life, everything that stopped me from being all that God has created me to be. Let us take off everything that hinders us. Let us take off everything that entangles us. No, because God's annoyed and angry in the sky, but because God wants you to fly. He wants you to soar. He wants you to do so well. He wants you to be everything He has created you to be. And I love this verse because it says, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Oh, I love it. Hope. God would give us hope and a future. Sometimes we've got a bit muddled with this verse and we think that God's like microscope moving every little thing and oh God, what should I have for breakfast? And oh God, is it cornflakes or is it a boiled egg? And it's like, you know, God, I need to find your plan. And we've been hearing great teaching. That's not what it's talking about. It's God gives us hope and a future. I told some of you that <laughs> we, I did this thing called character challenge where they took us to the highlands of Scotland and they dropped us off and they said, you've got a compass and you've got to find the way home. And I went with a young guy called Sam and him and me had got no clue how to use a compass. And we were in the highlands of Scotland. We didn't know where we were, what we were doing. But we had hope because we were with this Canadian guy who when he grew up, he didn't have friends. He just had a compass, yeah? And so we were like, this is awesome. This guy has like spent his whole life getting ready for this moment. We are, we're gonna be fine. Like I didn't even care. Like people were stressing out. We don't know where, like where is it getting maps out and all that. I was just like, just go with the Canadian dude. I mean, he's, he's great. He's like, everything is great about being an American, but he doesn't have Donald Trump as his leader. And it's like Canadians, I've never fully been able to tell, like they're very focused people. And this guy got focused. And we were at this river and we couldn't make the map work. And Sam said to me, we're in a lot of trouble. And I says, no, 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 look who we're with. And he got it. He got us home. See, 
hope and a future. God with us. Doesn't matter where you are on the map. Doesn't matter what it's about and what you're facing and what the river or what anything that's going on. All that matters is that, wow, who are we with? We're with this awesome God and he knows what he's doing and it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. Let us throw off everything that so easily entangles us. Let us take off everything that is slowing us down. And I was so excited that I was like, God, in this moment, just pray that we'll just have a moment before you. Let people in this room that will be honest will say, do you know what? I'm carrying some stuff. I know I've never asked God to completely sort me. I know I need to take off this sin. And I'm praying that in this moment that we would take off that which is entangling us, that which is slowing us down, that which is like tripping us up. We would take it off and that today we would know what it is to be with a great God who knows the man. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.